JP Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon, he has thoughts. He often shares them. And this time he's warning Democrats this election cycle. Watch what you say about Donald Trump and his supporters. I wish the Democrats would think a little more carefully when they talk about MAGA. When people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. Now, if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm -hmm. He grew the economy quite well. And I don't like how he said things about Mexico. I don't like, but he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. The Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, what? hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? I think this, this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. It was a really interesting moment for a number of reasons. Uh, one, because you rarely, if ever, hear CEOs of huge companies be that candid on politics. Two, because Jamie Dimon has been no defender of Donald Trump. You'll remember how he went after Trump's response to uh, Charlottesville in 2017. Our reporting has been that he has been very impressed with Nikki Haley so far. So let's talk about this and the big picture. Back with us at the table, we have Lee, Matt, and Leah. Thank you guys for being here. Matt, let me start with you on this. <clears throat> What's so interesting about when Jamie Dimon talks about politics is he tells you what he really, really thinks. The, the point he made there is a lot of what Trump did proved, in his opinion, to be correct, even if you don't like some of the style, some of the things that are said etc. And, and beyond that. So my question to you is, is that a warning that Democrats should heed and the Biden administration should heed about how you talk about supporters? That's really the message he was saying. They show respect when you talk about people who support Trump for these reasons. It's a, it's a warning politically to the Biden campaign and, and folks who support him and how they court possible independents and moderates. I think it's also a warning to the business world that you need to surround yourself with people who don't think exactly like you. You need to break out of your bubble a little bit because I think what we've seen this past year or so is too many corporations and companies walking in head first into some bad PR or bad issues because they don't go around the table and talk to anyone who might have voted for Donald Trump or have any sort of favorable opinion to him. And it can head off a lot of issues you've seen if you, if you just have a different perspective, if everyone sitting around this table thinks the exact same way you do, whether it's a boardroom or anything, that's a red flag. And so you need to bring in outside perspectives. I mean, look, Jamie Dimon for president. I think that was the right message uh, for him to be delivering. I think Bill Ackman tried that. Yeah, I think <laughs> <moved laughs> no, Seriously, he no, did. Now he's moved on to how. Uh, he is so right, right? When you think about the moment that Hillary Clinton lost the election in 2016, it was the moment that she called basket full of deplorables. That was game over. When you go after the supporters instead of the candidate, big problems follow. And let's not forget, Jamie Dimon is a CEO of a company where, in America, probably half of his clients voted for Donald Trump. And so he can't be too critical. He's got to understand this. He's got to have a message of unity in many ways. But I think he's absolutely right. When He also, he also went on to talk about how um, we have to stop accusing supporters of being like the former president instead of listening to their underlying concerns. MAGA Republicans, Republicans at large, have very valid concerns. They're concerned about the direction of the country. They're also, by the way, concerned about democracy. They're concerned about inflation, immigration, the economy. They're good people, many of them. 
And we're defining them by the worst attributes instead of the best. And I think that uh, Jamie Dimon had a really valid point, and Democrats would be wise to that. I think it's a good point. I think it's one that I think you, you could see reflected in a very different approach that you heard from the former president in Indianola in Iowa on Sunday. Take a listen. So we have to have fair and free elections, or we don't have a country. But these caucuses are your personal chance to score the ultimate victory over all of the liars, cheaters, thugs, perverts, frauds, crooks, freaks, creeps, and other quite nice people. That's a mouthful. I, I was being sarcastic there. Like, that, like, it's the thing that I don't understand about this, and I'm not criticizing Jamie Dimon or that view of, of, of what he's saying or what you're saying about Hillary Clinton and the deplorables candidate. It's like Trump says awful things about Democrats and supporters of Joe Biden and supporters of Hillary Clinton and everything like that. Way worse than deplorables or you don't like them. And no one seems to care. Like The deep offense that is taken when Hillary Clinton says deplorables or people call Donald Trump supporters MAGA people is not reflected. And I, I'd like to know why. We also, we also know that Joe Biden has actually been getting flack from and, and really getting hit from Democrats, diehard Democrats uh, and progressives about being too soft, I think, on um, on Donald Trump, which is interesting because the central part of the campaign has become this idea of Donald Trump is an existential threat to democracy. What I think is interesting about Jamie Di Dimon's comments is that given that Jamie Dimon has been so critical of the past, why the about face? Why in this moment? Why so rapidly, especially when he spent the last three months really championing Nikki Haley and saying this is somebody who is not chaotic, who is not, you know, uh, spitting in people's faces and, and calling people names or calling for, you know, revenge politics as the front, uh, uh, as the front, um, as the front runner of the party. And I think part of what we have to look into is what does Jamie Dimon see as the pathway forward? Is he, and I think one of the things he's identifying is that he thinks that Trump is going to be the front runner. He didn't say is, that. Right? Um, he says that this is the person that is going to be the GOP nominee. And so I think as he's thinking about, as, as, uh, as, as we're thinking about, you know, how is he framing this? We have to remember that Jamie Dimon is trying to think about an entryway into this a relationship with Trump. But can I, right, can yeah. I ask you, a question, and this is about separating the policies that he laid out there, whether it's with NATO, whether it's on immigration, economy, China, and the um, words the former president chooses to use, the way he does it. Do you see what I'm saying? Can you see a separation there? Or is it take it all or leave it all? Well, I think Jamie Dimon says we should be able to separate. Um, but right, I think that's the, what I'm asking. But, but the problem is, is that with somebody like Trump, and I'm not talking about his supporters, right? That's a, that's a different conversation, I think. But with somebody like Trump, there is no separation. And I, I think it's, it's very difficult right, to essentially make an argument that is in fact effectively whitewashing the president's kind of ideas and his policies. Like his rhetoric is directly tied to policies. And this was one of Jamie Dimon's central uh, criticisms, right? As he says, well, you know, maybe Trump is right about immigration. Well, two years ago, he's blasting the president for his stance on immigration in the way that he is talking about immigrants. So you can't divorce the two. And it's something that I think has to be evaluated alongside, right, how we are thinking about running this argument about an existential threat to democracy.
I think it's a fascinating conversation Me too. Um, that we should have. Too a lot bad more. we have commercials. <laughs> Ruining everything. Yeah. And also, DeSantis and those guys tried to run the policy, Trump policy, not other Trump, and can't do it. Not where can't, the party's at yeah. right now. Lee, Matt, Leah, guys, thank you as always.